Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
So once again, here's a story, and it's true. Last night, I, I got to go back a couple of weeks because, um, you know, I my neighbor and I got a really, really good neighbor. I love this guy. Um, he does listen to the show, especially when he's out on the road. Uh, and him and I get a, a lot of opportunities to talk when he's in town. And, um, you know, a better neighbor I could not ask for. And he and I were talking a few weeks ago, and he had been attending some of the local village board meetings. I live in a village, a small little Smurf village. But I like my Smurf village, by the way. It's quiet. It's nice. Nobody bothers me for the most part except, like, one nosy person uh, who just needs to leave me and my dogs to hell alone. But anywho, they'll be dealt with accordingly. But uh, he was talking and he was trying to see, you know, if I had any interest in possibly running for the uh, the village board or any position within the board itself. Because, you know, as we often say, all politics is local. And it is important, you know, that we get involved politically, I believe, as, as, a, as an American... We have a fiduciary duty, and I love that word fiduciary. We have a fiduciary duty, a moral obligation to be involved in the body politic because we could sit here and complain and moan about everything all day long. But if we're not doing something to be proactive about it, then, you know, what are you really doing? You know, and I think we all do things in different ways. Some people like to go door knocking. Some people like to work phone banks. You know, I like to run my mouth off in this podcast. Other people write articles, you know, to be persuasive and influential, uh, you know, things like that. Other people, they run for offices and the left have really, really taken that on. Now, as I said at the beginning, I totally understand why people don't go to these village board meetings it's a freaking joke now i i like to use the town that i live in the county that i live in as a microcosm of many other small towns around the nation i've been to a number of small towns but never to all the board meetings or anything else like that but if this is a sign of what rural America is dealing with, small town America, even suburb areas for for some part, I get it. You get a bunch of people that get elected, they think they're, they're power-hungry little dictators, and they have no idea what they're doing, completely incompetent as far as procedural rules goes, and they look to try to utilize any type of money, federal money's in the most wasteful ways. Here, let me give you an example. So, apparently under this America Rescue Act or whatever it is, the one that Biden signed off on, um, places are getting, you know, you're getting a certain amount of money based on the population of your municipality. Well, somebody on that board and the clerk, who is a complete waste of flesh, I might add, and that's because I personally know her, and yeah, she's just not a good person. But I digress. They were talking about going and giving people COVID bonuses. Now I want I want you to be aware of this, okay? 
Number one, our town, Village Town Hall, has been closed up until about a month ago. Nobody had access. You had to call if you were lucky to get your call taken. You had to email if you were lucky to get a response. And when I asked the question, why are they even considering this? Because people like me, I didn't get no, no COVID bonus or anything else like that. I got out there every single day, busting my ass, doing what I got to do. And I know each and every one of you guys did the same. Now, I know some people did get COVID bonuses. You know, uh, the Kroger employees, I believe, did to a certain extent. Walmart did. Um, several other private businesses did that, which totally makes sense. I, you know, if the employers are going to do that, then great. However, when you're talking government, oh, we're going to give us bonuses. I had to chime in. I had to ask. And boy, I tell you, the deputy clerk there, ooh, she could have burned a hole through me. Oh, I wouldn't be here today. Boy, she she gave me that 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 stink eye. And it was actually kind of funny. And the village board president was, oh, my God, you want to talk about a condescending. Mm-mm-mm. This is the type of woman that actually sat there and told me that, well, if one of us got sick or a bunch of us got sick, then the village would be done. No, you'd recover. You know, God forbid anybody die or anything else like that. But at the same time, you would just be able to hire new people, elect new people, do things like that. You know, the self-importance, the self-grandulization of what these people put themselves through is just absolutely disgusting. And worse yet, the way that they go about their means, I mean like zero, zero knowledge about any type of parliamentary structure, passing along information to the citizens and just an overall piss poor condescending attitude to the public. Now you can do that to me and that's fine. I'm a big boy. I can deal with that. And then I'm going to put you on blast here. And by the way, if you're listening, village board, I'm not going to say the city, but uh, hey, just so you know, I now got an eye on you guys. So, with that being said, you'll be seeing a lot more of me because, like we talked about, all politics is local. And I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing here. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing here. I'm going to keep doing all the other stuff that uh, we've been doing, planning on doing. You know, so anyway, I get it. It was boring. It was horrible. It was sad. And to think these people are in charge of funding and running a village i'd hate to see what they did with what they would do with true power but anyway i want to welcome you guys here once again another wednesday night but that was my like night last night by the way that was tuesday for that village meeting but this is obviously wednesday night we moved the show over one day here um i'll probably do that whenever they have a village board meeting but i'll definitely put notice out there not changing the logo it's going to put Tuesday, 8 p.m. Even if I don't have a show, I will have something pre-recorded. So may not necessarily be live as far as that. But the following day, you're damn right. 
I'm going to make it all the way live. That's right. So, guys, already in the chat room, we got Christine in the house. We got Tracy Stefanski from the from the big city of West Dallas. I kind of miss West Dallas. I do. I do miss Dallas. I used to live there. It was, it was a good time. It was actually a real good time. Anyway, John Galt, we know who you are. Because, you know, who is John Galt? Get it? Anyway, we got him in the house. And we got Hilario Dillion right now on the chat room. For those of you guys that are listening live, whether you're doing it on CloudHub, whether you're doing it on PocketNet, Gab, MeWe, Minds, Parlor, uh, where else are we? Facebook, wherever else you're seeing this, wherever else you're listening to this, feel free to come on over to Spreaker.com. What you do there is you sign up for a free account and you can join in and be a part of the live, live uh, chat room here, the interactive chat room that we got going on. So we'll be doing all that stuff. And, and, the call-in number is up. That's 920-376-9400. Call in if you want to be a part of the show. That is 920-376-9400. And I got to make sure that I got the Bluetooth operational because, you know, last time I did something like that, I kind of like totally screwed the pooch. What's going on here? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, yeah, okay. Christine mentioned I keep losing you. This is the second time in going back into commercial break. I wonder why that is. Connection on my end so far is stable. Occasionally we have these issues, but... Also, guys, I want to apologize ahead of time because... Uh, what's this here? I gotta take a look at something. Oh, I see. I, I see, said the blind man to his deaf son. Very, very... Okay, that makes sense. But listen, I, I want to apologize too if I have to break away for a moment uh, because I got a sneeze or something like that. Boy, um, I was as bright as rain yesterday. But uh, last night I started feeling it, but early this morning, boy, nasal congestion. If I so, if I'm sounding like Darth Vader, that's what we got going on. I, I mean, just, just horrible. I mean, I hate that feeling. So I've been hydrating. I've been doing what I got to do, getting that good rest, all that other stuff. So we've been kind of dealing with that, sneezing like a champ, not COVID. So just so y'all know, not like all rocked and sick or anything else like that. But um, yeah, you know, and I'm going to I want to talk a little bit about COVID later on here tonight. Uh, but <laughs> you have the Rona. 
no, no Rona tonight. Not, not over here. Not over here. But I want to talk about this because this is serious. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, if you notice the title of the show here tonight, I, I simply just titled it, you know, it's all related. A controlled collapse. And pay attention to these news cycles. Pay attention to everything going on. Because what we're seeing here is a 24-7 news cycle, and there's just one story after another. High crime, hyperinflation, inflation. You've got, you know, uh, CRT you're dealing with. Mask mandates coming back all over the place. You've got lockdowns potentially coming back. Take a look at Australia. They are actually used, they shut down Australia over one COVID case. One. And on top of that, they are using the military to enforce the lockdowns, to assist the police. Now, they may not call it this, but let's be honest. It's just one step away from straight up martial law. This authoritarianism that we're dealing with, not just here, not just Australia, but China and Europe, and all of that's going to come to our shores. All of that is coming here. As a matter of fact, it is already here in New York City. Bill de Blasio signed an executive order the other day, and I believe is effective September 13th. You are not allowed to go to restaurants, gyms, bars. You're not allowed to go to grocery stores where they have eat-in facilities. You're not allowed to do a damn thing unless you got a COVID vaccine. Or, or, well, there's very limited exemptions. You need to have the COVID vaccine. You need to have the um, the card that proves it. Or you can use your Excelsior Pass or whatever else. And I want to touch on this. When they talk about these COVID passports, for those of you guys that don't know, I am very big on cryptocurrencies. Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano. But there's one that I really, really like. It's called VeChain. And uh, I'll type it in the chat room here. And if you get a chance to take a look at it, it actually has a lot of real-world applications. And when, what's good about it is that it helps attract things on the supply side of things to help minimize the you know, loss, waste, fraud. But it also can be utilized for COVID passports as well. Um, not something I knew about on the onset. That's something that just recently developed. But... It is actually kind of scary because this is the type of thing where they can put it on a blockchain and it goes, there's no getting rid of it. It's almost like an identifier, you know. So it is an interesting technology, just as the vaccines are. But the problem that I have, and I think this is the problem a lot of people have, whether you're on the right or the left or anything else, with regards to these vaccines, it's the very fact that it's still under the emergency use authorization, not fully FDA approved. Moreover, they're going over here mandating this, again, not FDA approved. And then when you couple this with the whole idea that, oh, we just need two shots. You just need the Johnson & Johnson one shot. Now they're talking boosters eight months afterwards. Oh, excuse me. Oh, that sneeze stuck up on me like a bandit. Oh, anyway. But now they're talking booster shots eight months after your last one? 
What is this going to turn into? When has anything ever gotten to this point? They've never done anything like this for HPV, HIV. They've never done this for obesity, for smoking, for, well, I guess it's just a matter of time before they do it for all this stuff. Interesting enough, going back to New York City, there's next to no exemptions. I mean, hell, if you have a medical condition that prevents you from getting the COVID vaccine, any of them, they will not make an exemption for you. You just are, you're 86 out of society. You're assed out. You know, hang on one second here. <sighs> Tell you, man, runny nose. But yeah, you are essentially asked out. You are not going to be able to enjoy the perks. They call it the key to New York, the keys to New York. So, uh, Christy mentioned it's uh, more of a multi-billion dollar industry versus versus a technology. Lario said it's become the game. It's because the game changed when Trump won 2016. Well, that is true. But if you look at what the left have done in this last year, (laughs) Ed's doing lines over here. Nah, 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 nothing like that. Besides, with the sinus congestions, I don't know if I could actually get that up there. But anyway, (laughs) That that went south real quick. But the point that I'm making here is this authoritarian, these authoritarian edicts, these authoritarian regimes, these people that are in power, they feel that their power is absolute and that you need to suspend or give away or do away with your rights. Hell, apparently Arnold Schwarzenegger said last last week, screw your freedom. Wow. Screw your freedom. I wonder how he would have felt as a young boy in Eastern Europe. You know, I don't think he would be feeling that way. But here's a guy who has, you want to talk about privilege and a, and a privileged lifestyle. And no doubt he worked his ass off for what he got, where he got to. But the fact of the matter is that he's so out of touch with who he was and what he, him and his family had gone through that he no longer identifies with being the average person like you or I, which at one time he was. He's better. So it's just really frustrating. John mentioned here, uh, much like my work, who makes the rules vastly different from those who are vaccinated as opposed to those who aren't, which, guys, say it with me. Can we say it together, guys? Segregation. Yep. You're creating a, 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 a multi-layer class citizen. You got the citizen that's vaccinated, and then you have the unvaccinated who are treated as social pariahs. You know? So this is something I think that's going to be really big problem for places like New York City, other major metropolitan areas. San Francisco's going somewhere along the same lines as well. And I believe there's like two or three other cities around the U.S. that are doing something akin to this. Which, of course, leads us back to the question. If you are still living in the cities, I have to ask you, why? Why are you still there? The cities are going to be the first to fall. New York has already fell. New York City is dead. Mario Cuomo, uh, or Andrew Cuomo, 
before his uh, so-called resignation, his announcement for resigning. He was begging people to come back to New York. He was begging people. It's like, hey, come back here. Come back to the Big Apple. Why? So you can be crowded on top of one another. So you can be living like rats. So that you can, you know, be beat down by random mobs like BLM or Antifa during election season. And when it's not election season, maybe you'll get hassled by the cops. Or maybe you'll be taken for a ride by a taxi driver who's just going to run you around in circles and run up the run up the meter. I don't know. Why? Why do that when you, the vast majority of everybody, has the ability, and I get it to a certain level before I even get to that point, but you got the ability to pick up and go. And I understand for a lot of people, it's like, well, I got a job, I got kids, I got this, I got that. Hey, you know what? I totally understand. I really, really do. However, in 2014, that's exactly what I did. And things weren't even that bad at that time. But I saw it. I knew what was going on. The writing was on the wall, and it didn't take much to figure it out. Uh, Let's see here. Christine mentioned it's the side effects of the steroids. (laughs) Who's taking steroids? I don't know anybody about steroids. Uh, John Gall mentioned here, I should call in and tell the story. It's absolutely absurd as to how people are treated. Very frustrating to me. Well, brother, call on in. You know you are more than welcome. You can even call in on the private line should you wish. You know you got that, that, that. You got it like that, man. So feel free to give a call in if you want to do that. But it is... The important thing that I want to convey here tonight is that all of this, everything from the COVID lockdowns to what's going on in Afghanistan to China to the lockdowns, all of this is connected to a controlled collapse of the United States of America, our economy, and our way of life. I'll even take it a step further. I will take it a step further because I believe... Let me give you a call back here in a minute, Hilario. Because I think John Gall was going to call in. Uh, I know you're trying to beat him, but we'll get you in. Uh, All right. We'll get you back in. Don't worry. All right, man. Bye. But I will even take it a step further. It's not just the COVID vaccines. It's the... It's not the refugees. It's not Afghanistan. It's not Cuba. It's not China. All of that is related, but none of it could be be possible without the emasculation of the American male, third and fourth wave feminism, video vixens and thoughts, people with only fans and all that other trash. Yeah. All of that is what's going to contribute to the decline of America. And I'm going I'm to break all this down here tonight because I, I really think that this is. <laughs> here, let me let me try to get John. We're, we're going to try to get him. We're going to try to get John. I think all this is really important. And I honestly think that if we don't, if we're not connecting the dots here as to what's going on, then you're going to miss some very important pivotal parts. What up, homie? I'm oh, sorry. Oh, toodles. <laughs> I was just about to press the send button. As you, 
as a call came in here. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. You know I had to do that. Yeah, yeah. So, my story, which I'm sure people have probably had similar things or have heard of, right. whichever. So, so that, uh, a little background for some of the people. Um, so, my wife is, uh, found out that she was tested positive for the virus. Right. All right, cool. Whatever. It is what it is. So, you know, you do your whole thing, you uh, find out what you have to do, mm-hmm. talk to your employer, do all these things. comes to find out, for me, for where I work, if you were vaccinated, you were treated vastly different than how uh, someone who is not vaccinated. Really? Did I say that right? Yep. You said it. Okay. So, from my understanding, it was always 14 days that you have to do your quarantine, things like that, right? right? Re- regardless of vaccination status. Well, didn't that change from like 14 to like 10 days? At like, as to they got 10 days, correct. The virus and how it now, And then I'm also hearing these weird things, such as that if you have the vaccine, but you come in contact with someone, there's all these weird stipulations. Right. So if you, if you come in contact with someone, well, that's okay because you're vaccinated. How is that okay? I, I'm still trying to find out. I'm looking on the CDC. I'm trying to ask questions, the right questions. Well, from, from the my story, employer, from the stories that I've seen, individuals that have contracted COVID that were vaccinated mm-hmm. carry the same viral load that unvaccinated people carry. And when we say viral load, we're talking about the amount of virus that is in their system that is what's the, going to make them ill. The only difference that I'm on, my understanding has been from many other people is that it subdues your system, or your, uh, your symptoms, sorry. Right. Your symptoms, and it helps your body fight it. Right. Okay, well, okay, fine. So, much like anything else that your immune system would do. Right. Uh, granted, the uh, the symptom thing might be a little lessened if you were to take a, the vaccine, mm-hmm. but that would also make you more of a hazard, right. logically speaking. Well, think about what people did when they started instituting the face mask, they were running around all over the place, touching everything, cross-contaminating everything, Correct. which I honestly believe led to a spike in cases. Mm-hmm. I mean, the masks, when they're not used properly, even an N95 would clearly right. do something, but not exactly what it would be does, meant or how they're making it seem that it's going to do. Absolutely. These things are not made for that. Cloth masks are not made for that. Respirators are not made for that. With the exception of the type of respirator, filters that are on it, there's a bunch of variables that even go into a respirator. When I've I've taken a respirator, fit test. I mean, it's very different. It's not what people think. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And for a lot of people that think that the masks are doing something, well, you know, I, I've seen a, uh, actually, I've seen a study that was done on that, right. on masks, oh. and uh, it only created, uh, what was it, 17% of the virus was blocked. Yeah. So, like, another 83 to go? <laughs> That's coming right at me? <laughs> well, I've never understood, like, they have you wear these masks, right? And it, mm-hmm. it's almost comical. It, it would be comical if it weren't for the fact that people take this serious, like, it's actually protecting them. Now, I will tell you, it probably certainly helps with the flu. It probably helps with the common cold because, mm-hmm. you know, when you're sneezing and coughing and all that other stuff, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I can dig it, right? But With the but, exception of how large the particles are with the aerosol particles. There and so it on. is. There it is. But you know what the worst part about it is? Is that all, mm-hmm. all of the packaging, boxes, plastic, whatever, oh, all of them say it. Yeah. does not protect against COVID-19. Or it's not for medical use. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, it's made in China as well. Hmm. Right. Look, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that shortly after, like, you know, I was at a, at a Shell gas station. Mm-hmm. I know some of the folks there. They're like, hey, you want to buy some masks? I'm like, the hell do I want to buy any masks for? You know this stuff don't, you know this stuff don't work, right? And they're like, well, no, here, look. And I'm like, I, I go, $10 says it's made in China. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, pick it up, take a look. I I haven't seen it, but you tell me. Mm-hmm. They pick it up, and they're like, "Damn, bro, how'd you?" Yeah, because everything's made in China. That's that's why you can't get half the stuff you want. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, back to my story. Yes, about, go back to um, yeah. So the uh, almost discriminatory uh, practice that my employer seems to have, without any having any basis for science or fact in it all, right. Because they've never said anything. I was told from, let's say, my supervisor that um, higher ups said that they were saving lives by having people stay home. But someone like me, who was not vaccinated, which I'm not ready for it yet, I don't know. Right. You know, maybe, I don't know, maybe I can change my mind in another two months. Why should I be punished now? Because 14 days was the key. That was the number. But now it turns into, I have to stay home possibly to. 24 days well but i never i don't have symptoms i uh i'm just not vaccinated that's it well, i don't have anything wrong with me that is i could be asymptomatic right. whatever but you could be asymptomatic with the flu or cold absolutely you know and i think the frustrating part about this is that you know they're all mandating things like this and again mm-hmm. it's not fda approved i mean even then, I wonder, once it's FDA approved, how many people, why all of a sudden do people trust that? I think, I think. Just a theory. Or just know, a that, thought. That's a great question. And I, I personally would trust that more so because that tells me there's been more studies, more clinical trials, other things like that. Sure. So, sure. You know, it's, I think it's all going to be suspect and it will be suspect for some time just because of Absolutely. the way it was rolled out. And I don't mm-hmm. care if it was Trump or Biden or whomever, because well, a lot of people are trying to make this into a partisan issue. 
But no. I think the fact of the matter is, is that there's a lot of questions that need to be answered. And if you're going to go ahead and ask me stuff like, um, well, you need to have a, a, a vaccine. I'm like, well, do you want to know who the last person was I was banging? Do you want to know what my HIV status is? Blood type, mm-hmm. retinal scan, DNA, DNA to print of my butt. I mean, what do you want? How far are we going with this? You know, and, and worse yet, if I have a a disorder that prevents me from getting the vaccine because the doctor says no, I don't recommend you doing that. Mm-hmm. So do I have to expose that to everybody? It's like, hey, I'm a cancer survivor. Hey, I got MS. Hey, I got uh, you know. Mm-hmm. That too. It's just why do I have to disclose my health issues? Right. Why? Why is this so much more important? Uh, even say like the schools. Why are they all closing down and doing all these things? The the amount of children who have died in the past eighteen months as a result of this virus are no different or on par with the flu from several years. Well, how many how many people do you think died? School aged kids, right? Teens. Uh, I believe it was, it was about 400, four hundred, between four and five hundred. Wait, wait, check, check this out. Okay, how many That's of them, I checked? How many do you think them died from things like oh, I don't know, suicide, depression, have done things recklessly, harmfully to themselves? Mm-hmm. The rate of Ooh. suicide and depression have went through the roof over this last year because when oh, yeah. you isolate everybody like that, what do you think is going to happen? Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's uh, you know that's my thing. I don't like, I don't know. It's just it's really odd to me. And then I have to jump through a bunch of hoops in order to figure this out. Right. But but no one can tell you why, or it's all a matter of feeling. Right. Well, we're doing this to help help the employees and save lives. No, I don't need your help to save my life or whatever. You know. Um. I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to say where I work. I really am. Oh, no, no. Um, yeah, I totally understand. <laughs> so, where I work, it's very busy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have to go out into the field and repair things because, I don't know, uh, a mechanic, you know. Right. And uh, so sometimes that's part of the job. But no one's helping us with uh, things where people get injured out in the field. And right. things do happen out there. Which is Absolutely. a lot more high risk. Correct. You know, but, you know, it, no one wants to be reasonable. It's just, this is what the CDC says. This is, they turn it, they really turn it into a, a, polit- a political thing. Oh, yeah. They like to claim that yeah. it's not, but they, they're using it as, as, as a political cudgel. Absolutely. And even the bipartisan thing, you know, as you were saying before, why is it that a lot of black people don't want to take it, even though the, a mm-hmm. very good portion of them have voted Democrat? Right. Cause, I mean, they're not a monolith. They're, they are different people. I don't know right. if people think they all think the same, like they're all a bunch of robots. No, that's right. disgusting to think that way, or anyone for that matter. But that's how people think of, for whatever reason, black people is that way. It's, it's disgusting to me. But, yeah, people can be a little skeptical about things. Yeah. And they have every right to do that. All they have to do is look at historically what they did with the, in the Tuskegee experiment. I mean, there's so many things. It doesn't really help. <laughs> You know, um, let history be your gun, guide. Gun laws, minimum wage, right. um, uh, marriage, uh, the uh, nuclear family. I mean, I could go on. Yes, I could go on. The welfare, and it, and, and it really has happened to them. Mm-hmm. So, if anyone's going to complain, even in modern times, but 
you know, they just tend to mess people over and they're using them. And, and that disgusts me as well. Right. And they just get over and over again. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just painful. Painful. Yeah. So I know how Ari wants to call in. So, yeah, you know, like I, I said, know. I just wanted to, to air that out and kind of maybe someone else had a similar situation or whatever it may yeah. be. So I just figured I'd throw that out there. Well, I'm glad you threw it out there because, I mean, this is one of those things where, you know, it is private businesses be, being authoritarian on the behest of government. I was just going to say that same exact thing. I mean, everything that's playing out right now shouldn't be happening as a result of constitution, federal, state, local, doesn't right. matter. None of this stuff should be happening. But if you're acting on behest of these, or if the businesses are doing it on behalf of them, right. well, then there is a problem. But who's gonna, going to contest that? Yeah. And when you have a judge in a system in which it is, you know, I mean, they want to talk about systemic nonsense. Uh, they're, they're looking at the wrong things. Well, the I, they, they only look at the stuff that benefits their cause at that time. And yeah. that could change three days later. You know how that goes. It's kind of mm-hmm. like Asian people are people of color. No, you guys are actually white folks. Uh, yeah, I, feel bad. I feel bad for Asian people because they're like just being thrown all over the place. Well, you know, I, I never I always thought of uh, Russians being Asian because I'm like, isn't that being uh, Asia? It's true. They're all the part <laughs> of the Asian continent. You know, they're, yeah, they're, uh, they're white Asians. White Asian, got it. Let me write that down. Let me write that down. Always take notes, guys. Always take notes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's get Mario on here. All right. So, all right, brother. We'll talk soon. All right. Yep. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, Hilario. We're going to have you come on here, but what I want to do is I want to take a break here. Um, So, when we go back, we're going to get Hilario Dillion on here. And we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, more continuation on the COVID vaccine, passports, all this other stuff. And I want to dip into Afghanistan and how that relates to Wisconsin. We'll be right back. of the phoenix or huh. ends with beginnings what keeps the planet spinning ah uh, the force from the beginning
to get lucky. We're up all night 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 to get back here had to take a quick little break but i know hilario wanted to say something so we want to get him on here get him on for about 20 minutes or so and then i want to bring on board enc jordan uh because you know him and i we got some stuff in the works and ian's a clown i ain't gonna lie that dude's a trip but what is up everyone it has been a long long while since i've been on the show i know man but i can only give you about 20 minutes tonight brother 20 minutes well you son of a i I, I gotta watch what i say (laughs) here i thought i was gonna get myself a two-hour show oh i don't know man i'm like i said i got i got that whole nose thing going on and it is it is it's kicking my tail you gotta stop sniffing that goya i know it feels so good it's so delicious though you're up all night to get lucky, but you gotta slow down. Oh God, <laughs> I tell you, it, it's it's just man, I, I am not a fan. I mean, I get it. Summer colds happen, and I've been very lucky this past like year and a half, two years. I haven't gotten. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I shouldn't say two years because like February of 2020, I got freaking rocked. I mean, like I don't remember being that taken out before. I think everyone in 2020 just got rocked. Yeah, it just was not entertaining by a long no, shot. I, I completely understand. Summer colds are absolutely the worst. Usually if I get one, right. I got a nasty cough that stays with me for months. I sound like Hillary's half the time. It's like, oh, man, you all right? Well, you know, and the, and the, the crazy part is, right, I can smell everything. I, you know, taste is all there. Everything's mm-hmm. on point. But man, it's just that congestion, the pressure yep. up there, you know. And then, of course, you see it in somebody, you know, when somebody's got like allergies and a cold, they look like they've been like crying. Like, what are you crying about, man? What's, what, 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 
What are you, a simp? What's going on? Well, can you blame people now if you see them like that? It looks, <clears throat> I think everyone's crying. Oh. It's just it's a crazy world we're living in. It is. So you had a couple of things going on, that, speaking of crazy. And I know you wanted to bring up, and, and there's a lot of crazy stuff, you know, because I I believe that everything that we're dealing with right now, from Afghanistan to China, Russia, you name it, all the, you know, culture war issues, everything here, mm-hmm. it's all related to the Great Reset. It's- with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's all related to the, the fall of America, the fourth turning, and the rise of China. And unfortunately, and I've told you this before privately, I have my doubts that, you know, I think we might be past that point of no return, you know, but obviously you're still there in the fight. You're talking with a lot of folks. You were just at the Wisconsin State Fair, um, you know, so what you got going on there, man? Oh, man. You talk about being busy. I have to say that this was one of my more busier well, not now, but last week was one of my more busier weeks that I've had in a long time. And you're right, I'm out here, I'm in the forefront, I'm in the, I mean, we are in enemy territory down here. Do I like to say it like that? No, but these people hate us. Right. They hate us very much, and I have to say, being at the state fair every day, manning the booth, and actually running it when the main guy wasn't there, which was most of the time because he was watching from a distance or he, he had to leave and get stuff, which is perfectly fine. But man, what an experience Mm -hmm. it was. I had so much fun. I have to say I left every day feeling better than I did the day before. And I always left with a smile on my face, which is, which is if you can do that with your day, end it on the note that, you're smiling. Mm-hmm. I think that you're doing pretty good. Right. And I like, I thought I knew the turnout was going to be big at stay fair. Um, because I know when back in 2016, uh, a year or two after Trump won, mm-hmm. I went to stay fair and there was Trump stuff everywhere. I was like, okay. I mean, people are really profiting off of his, uh, his image sure. is, uh, his marketing. And, Boy, did I did I not expect how busy it was going to be at our booth? It was just a constant flow of people, never ending. And I've never met like these are some of the nicest people I've met. They're passionate. They're fired up. They're pissed off about what's going on in our right. country and our world. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them for being angry. I don't blame them for having some at times false hope, like the whole fact of. 
Trump getting in next week. I mean, as right. much as I'd love to believe it, it's not going to happen. But, no. but they have nothing else to turn to because they feel that the system is so against them that how is it, like you said, there's no turning back, that we're, we're getting close to the end here. And people are afraid. They're afraid. I mean, you have the resident in, in the Oval Office talking about, bombing people with tactical nukes and stuff. Right. So, I mean, I can understand where their fear is coming from. But you know what? There is so much support there. I have to say, I don't think the movement has ever been this big. Like, before... Still there? Um, different ages, there different races, go. men and women. It was like... Anytime that a Democrat came up and said, you guys are a bunch of racists, I'm like looking at the booth, I'm like, where? What are you talking about? Right. <laughs> Their whole narrative just fell apart, and it just right then and there, but just couldn't see through it because they're so stuck in their little bubble. But the left, I kept, I was, I, you're going to laugh at this. I started towering up anytime someone came up to me and said, you know, there's nobody over by the Democrat booth. Uh, <laughs> I, I had, said I heard the other booth was dead. Oh, it was. I mean, they had their, their people going over there and supporting mm -hmm. them, but not like our booth. I mean, they had four little old ladies behind the booth because, you know, it's smart. No one's going to go yell at an old lady. I mean, they may flip them off, but. That's about it. A bunch of they see people. young. <laughs> and, and I heard, I heard the Democrats were flipping people off over there. Like any Trump supporter that walked by and said something, and they're like giving them the finger. Oh, they're nice. We people. never you know that, right? Very Ugh. tolerant. Very extremely. Uh, mm hmm. So I have to say that that was it was just an interesting experience, but. I had a few people come up to me. I had this old lady with her uh, husband and their poor grandchild. All three of them are wearing a mask, which is fine. That's their choice. Uh, walked up to me. You filthy Republicans. Where's your mask? You want people to die. This is, I was like, oh, my goodness, lady. I'm like, lady, I believe in, like, choice. You have a choice to wear a mask. I have a choice not to wear a mask. And it's like, you guys are vaccinated. I'm like, how do you know that I'm not vaccinated? Like, how do you know that? And then her husband leaned over the table. He's like, did you get the vaccine? I said, that's a conversation between me and my doctor. Yeah. So you have no right to know that. And if you want to parade around and not wear or, and wear a mask, that's your choice. I believe in individual freedom, as does the party, I'm sure. Um because there's a lot of Republicans that are vaccinated and there are a lot of Republicans that aren't vaccinated. That's just how it is. And that's fine. And they just, it just wasn't getting through their head. Well, their whole notion on the fact that they, they truly believe that they're saving lives and doing their part. It, it just is pure insanity, especially with the fact that you and John Galt were talking about it earlier. Um, people who are vaccinated are still carrying around that same amount of COVID that a non-vaccinated person would have. Lindsey Graham's a perfect example. He's a vaccinated Republican who still got COVID. Well, Governor so, Abbott down there in Texas got it. You had uh, several other people that have gotten it. 
you know, high profile of people. You got a bunch of people that are just everyday folks. Some have passed on and others not so much. The vaccine doesn't guarantee anything. Even if like you got the vaccine, people have still died regardless. You know, and I think that's that's the big thing with COVID is that there's such an unknown about how it truly works. I mean, they got the mechanics down, but it's weird. It's really weird because you would think if you're vaccinated, you should be by and large good. And by Mm -hmm. and large, I think you are. But still, you got those outliers. And, of course, the media plays that up because it feeds a narrative to get one side ginned up and the other one, you know, They'll write another story to the reverse and get them all worked up. And then you get guys like that that come up to you. And these are your NPCs. You know, they're mm-hmm. only doing what they're told. And I think when, when you really break this down, what's frustrating about it is they would they would be so quick to take away your freedom of choice, your ability to, to make your own decisions. Yep. Because you need to do this for the safety of others. And it's like, I bet you drive over the speed limit every time, don't you? Right, because if you're doing that, then clearly you don't give a damn about the safety of others. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't... they're total, they're total hypocrites. <clears throat> it's only to fit their narrative, and that's what's increasingly frustrating every day when you see these people. I spent many healthcare workers while at State Fair that kept coming up to me and saying, mm-hmm. "What's going on with these mandatory vaccines?" I mean, I work in healthcare. I don't want to have to leave my job or, right. or quit my job, but I will if they force. And I said, well, there's nothing that personally I can do, but I can tell you that I'm sure people in the assembly are trying their best to work on it and make sure that it doesn't pass. But we can't do anything until we get the governorship. Right. So I kept telling people, 2022 is where we have to win big. That's where our focus needs to be. People keep talking about the audit. People keep talking about Trump coming in next week. People keep, they just keep talking about all this stuff, but there's no constitutional avenue for something like that to happen. But if something were to happen, you and I talked about this, it would be all out civil war. Right. Well, and because even, people even would be picking sides. But even if there was a constitutional mechanism to put him in place, and somebody actually did a very long shot scenario where both, you know, where Republicans take the House. And they end up nominating and having citizen Donald Trump be the Speaker of the House. Because you Mm, do know that the Speaker of the House can be anybody. You could be the Speaker of the House. You Mm -hmm. know, it could be anybody. It doesn't have to be a member of Congress. So, and then they, they impeach or somehow get Biden and Harris to resign. And there, at that point, Trump would become the president once again. But the probability of that is so incredibly infinitesimal, you right. know, or just this idea that he's going to be reinstated as president here come August 15th. Well, here we are, August 18th. Ain't nothing changed. As a matter of fact, it's gotten yeah. worse because now we got to deal with this situation in Afghanistan. And if you've seen the pictures coming out of Afghanistan from that one airplane <laughs> where, you know, people were getting run over and they were mm-hmm. falling off the plane and there was a guy who got crushed in the, you know, in the landing gear and I mean just tragic Joe Biden got to experience his own little Saigon moment you know Taliban just coming back in there running the joint and I, I want to make make it a point here because Biden actually said in his speech yesterday 
he actually made some good points. You know, but I think it was more of a, you know, CYA type of thing. Because he was talking about, you know, well, it should have ended. There's no good time to ever withdraw. Okay, you're right. Mm -hmm. Why should Americans fight for people that don't want to fight for themselves? Great point. The problem is that he provoked the Taliban by not honoring the original May withdrawal date. And said pushing it to September. And notice how we're not even in September yet. And oh my goodness! Done. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then he went even as further to blame the uh, Afghanistan military, saying that it's their fault that they they collapsed in eleven days. Well, they collapsed in less than that, you know. And to a certain degree, he's right because mm-hmm. how many of those pictures were out there of the Afghan army turning over their weapons to the Taliban? Just handing them well, over. I'm kind of curious. This is my thought mm-hmm. on that, but I'll, I'll bring up a few other points. Could it be that the Taliban somewhat infiltrated the Afghan military or the army? Oh, I'm uh, sure. And therefore, leaders, let's say they worked their way up into leadership positions. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, what are you going to do when a general orders you to turn your weapon over to them? Well, are you going to follow orders or are you going to be slaughtered? I mean, well, that's that could be a possibility, but I, I don't know all the information, so I could be wrong on that issue. Um, but the fact of the matter is with Afghanistan, like you said, uh, he did bring up a few good points, but it's sad when the Taliban is taking more questions about their takeover right. of Afghanistan and the goddamn supposed to be president of the United States. Right. Like, what is going on here? What is, what are these people thinking? I mean, he went back on vacation after that press conference, mm-hmm. and then he cut it real short. It's like, couldn't you have just stayed no at the questions. White House? Right, and took no, no questions. And then uh, Jen Psaki, she just, I don't know what, She's thinking or whatever, but there's that one picture that I posted today. It's Joe Biden with the Joint Chiefs, I believe, and Kamala Harris is in the room, and he's talking, his mask is like hanging off, Mm -hmm. which I thought was a big no-no, but just a question for another time. Um, But then you have Kamala Harris. She's kind of doing that like Obama thing where like him and Joe are sitting in the same room and Obama's got his like, hands covering his face like he's like oh my god I can't believe this guy just said something but she's kind of doing the same thing so it's like I really wish I was a fly on the wall well you know there was a story that came out over the weekend where they wanted Kamala Harris to go out there and speak on this and she's like no you're not going to pin this shit on me mm, you know yeah. and it's like yeah, okay, yeah. I, I don't blame you you know, I mean, <laughs> you got the southern border to worry about. I mean, you screwed that one up enough. This, yep. this administration has just absolutely wrecked everything. It's just sus all you know? over the place. And when we want to talk about blame, there's a lot of blame to go around because, I mean, I'm, I'm hearing people saying that, you know, we should have never been in Afghanistan in the first place. Wrong, wrong, wrong. You know, people that say that really have no historical reference as to why we were there, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Osama bin Laden was out there in hiding. We were trying to crush, you know, Al Qaeda. Great, mm-hmm. you know, it's 
all right, cool. But the problem was we got into the business of nation building. We couldn't find yeah. this guy for, for years. He's over here playing hide-and-go-seek, you know. And, you know, but in the meantime, we're going to be nation building? Well, that's Bush's fault. Then that's also yeah. Obama's fault for ramping it up. But I'll give Obama credit. Issued the order for SEAL Team 6 to do its thing, and they got him. Great. Mm-hmm. But he didn't do anything to withdraw the troops. He didn't do anything yep. to draw it down. He continued on to that. Trump. Well, as a matter saying, of fact, Obama left stuff there for them so that ISIS could give rise and take right. over. Well, and the other thing that's interesting that a lot of people don't know, whether you're dealing with ISIS, whether you're dealing with the Taliban, whether you're dealing with Al-Qaeda, at some point in time throughout the last 40, 50 years, we have been supplying weapons to them. They were on our side at some point. So Mm -hmm. it's like, it's very reminiscent of the book 1984, where you have three different world powers and they're always two are always in conflict with one another, but they can always be changing, you know? Yeah. Well, the whole issue with terror groups like the Taliban or ISIS or Al Qaeda is that you can destroy the group, but you cannot destroy the ideology. Right. And that's the main issue. Same thing goes with the Nazis. We destroyed the Nazis, uh, the Third Reich, but that ideology can still carry on. Same thing with communism. I mean, these are main issues that we were are going to deal with for probably the rest of this century and right. so forth and so forth. I mean, it just happens. But the issue going on in Afghanistan is a complete disgrace. And Joe and his administration needs to take way more responsibility. Personally, I think Congress should hold Biden more accountable uh, for what happened. And also, all those people that were climbing onto the cargo plane that took off in that video, and those people fell, that is a perfect example. Because when I was at State Fair, I had some people come up, when was America ever great? That was a perfect example to prove how great the United States is. People are willing to hang on to the side of, side of a plane, not inside of it, on the outside like Tom Cruise from Mission Impossible and try and escape mm-hmm. where they are so they don't can't they don't risk getting killed by whatever group or right. enemy is taking over. If that doesn't scream how great of a nation we are. I mean, we have people fleeing to our country, fleeing to our embassies all around the world because we'll give them safe refuge. And I think you were going to bring this up with the fact that they are now looking to bring, I don't know how many refugees it is up to now, but bring them all to Wisconsin. Well, I want to stop real quick here when they start talking about, you know, when was America ever great? Okay, cool. It wasn't. Get the hell out. I'm sure you'd fit in real good in Afghanistan or maybe even Cuba or Venezuela or Nigeria or Zimbabwe. How about yeah, South I'll buy your ticket. How about South Africa if you're white? We'll get you down there. So, you know, let's, let's see what they do to you down there. You mm-hmm. know, so it, it's just one of those things where people say garbage like that. And this is why I keep telling you. 
people these people are spoiled they are spoiled they're entitled they they have never mm-hmm. had to want they have never had to struggle oh no they may have done something academically perhaps even professionally but nothing that was life and death related and therein lies the problem with these people they don't know what it means to want so therefore it's easy to sit there as an armchair quarterback and say oh america was never great we do horrible things Mm-hmm. Well, if that's how you feel, then GTFO. Yep. Yep. I now, agree. On the side of on the note here in Wisconsin, so apparently Fort McCoy, which is in the center of Wisconsin, essentially, they're going to be taking in. I heard a number of thirty to forty thousand Afghan mm-hmm. refugees. I don't know where they're getting that number from, but that's that's the similar number that I heard the being thing, tossed around. The thing about that, though, right, you're going to send them here, and then what? My question on the onset when I first heard this is where is the first Sharia zone going to be here in Wisconsin? Because I guarantee mm. you it'll happen. Because it's happening Well, isn't London. there... Go ahead. Isn't there one in uh, Minnesota? Minneapolis, yeah. Or Minneapolis, yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, the obvious places would be Dane or Madison or Milwaukee, but they'll right. probably shove it down here to Milwaukee. See, and and that's just going to make things even worse, you know. And it's not to be heartless because I think there's a lot of people, you know, they want to get out, they got to get out, especially people that were contractors helping, you know, American forces and everything right. else like that. Yeah, I wouldn't trust the Taliban when they're like, no, no, no revenge, we're not doing that. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Because you guys have been really true to your word over the years. <laughs> I get that. But we can only take in so many people. And yeah. here's the bigger question. What Whatever happened to the Cubans? Yeah. What about them? I mean, they were told that they're not going to, they're not even going to entertain having them as refugees or anything else like that. So and they're just they're neighbors to the south, right? Now, what we're we accepting people. I mean, if I was Cuban, I would be furious. That's just be majorly furious. It's very frustrating to see and hear stuff like that. And, and again, this is one of those things where you know we take a look at what's what happening in Afghanistan, and what we're seeing now is China is saber rattling, saying that they're just going to up and take Taiwan. Like they just. China is just they can't throwing wait. a big finger to the Biden administration because they know, they sense, they, se- they, 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 they see it, they sense it, they taste it, the blood in the water, because they know Biden is weak. He is pathetic. He mm-hmm. doesn't have the force of will or the strength of character to honor his treaties or anything else. And that's what's going to be real scary because eventually what's going to happen is China's just going to pull their punk card and just do what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. It's the dangerous well, it's, it's, chicken. It's survival of the fittest right now. Right. China is looking out for its best interests, and they know, like you said, Biden is weak. Right. He's clear with what happened with Afghanistan. Is a is a perfect China. Just can't wait. They're they're over there. I swear to God, they're over there dancing right now, just dancing, waiting, waiting for the moment to go into Taiwan. Which my question would be. When do you think that they're going to go into Taiwan? Do you think they're going to do it within this year? 
or do you think they're going to give it another year or two, and then they're going to go into Taiwan? Hard to say, because according to the you know according to their their state run media, they're going at it. I mean, they're talking that essentially it sounds like they want war. That's what they want, because war with the United States would literally be a fourth turning, and it would be mm. the rise of China. Whether yeah. they want to admit that or not. So Well, China is now not only looking at Taiwan, but they're also looking at Australia. They're sure. looking at New Zealand. They're looking at Japan again. Well, they're it's looking like, to spread their influence. And the thing, the thing that makes Taiwan especially interesting is the fact that Taiwan has the single greatest maker of, of uh, semiprocessors and other conductor chips that are necessary. They, they do something like 92% of all of the computer chips on everything on this planet, 92%. The other 8% is done through Samsung. Wow. You know, so when you look at the strategic value, very strategic. it's that company, and I can't remember the name of it, but I do know that they are, if you took a look at the 11 biggest country, uh, biggest uh, companies in the world, they're number 11. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's on time. Well, they're, they're ready. China has been ready. Well, they've been working on it for years, and now they see the perfect opportunity. They can't wait. They know that things aren't going well here. Right. Everyone in the world is watching us. After Afghanistan fell, Joe didn't even talk with any of our uh, foreign allies. No, he hasn't talked to anybody about anything, and that's the scary part. Because the man's not on, he, he ain't all there. He's probably sitting mm-hmm. around sucking down on an ice cream cone or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, I saw, I saw a meme today. It said, uh, what did it say? Uh, I think it was posted on Meme 46 page. Uh, it was like, uh, Jihadist Joe or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. That was funny. It's like, I don't understand the logic of people on the line. Well, they're, they're void of it. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, but it just, some of their people at the fair were just very interesting. Where where their set ideals and values were, what they thought were necessary. I had a very long argument with two leftist people. Young kids, um, probably around my age. Um, and they brought up the, the military budget, how much we spent, and they asked me, "Well, what do you do? You think it's necessary to spend because we protect uh, the, the world?" Bus? And I said, "Yes, it is extremely necessary to um, have that much money within our budget to have a strong military update our technology that we were using mm-hmm. since Vietnam." It's just sad that we were still using that stuff, right. and like you mentioned, protecting protecting the world. Do we want to be the world's policeman? Me personally, I don't want to. But it's always good to be watching out. I mean, when Teddy Roosevelt was in office, what did he do? He sent the great white fleet around the world, showing them, like, look, we'll be peaceful, but we're ready. We're ready for if any of you guys mess with us. Yeah, but, you know, these beta boys and these soy boys and these simps and stuff, why do we want to be in the military? It's like, listen, you feminine piece of crap. (laughs) Just because you've never been in a fight before and don't know how to defend your own family doesn't mean there aren't yeah. men willing to do the job. 
Yeah. So that's crazy, man. But listen, man, I gotta get I gotta get Ian out here, man. We you you almost got thirty minutes up in here. Hold on, I got one last thing to say. I got one last thing. Then uh, you can get Ian on there. I know you're a very busy man with your show. <laughs> uh, you have. I did have a very frustrating argument. Now with someone on the left, but this was someone that was supposedly on our side. They talk, They were talking about how the GOP, because I saw the pictures from our booth, and of course we had a Trump one flag, or we had the elephant holding up the Trump mm-hmm. one, I know it, you know it, they know it, shirts, which were very popular, and we right. were pretty much out of by the end of State Fair. He kept saying, if the GOP keeps pushing Trump or whatever, um, they're going to keep on losing. Well, I thought it was very frustrating for someone to say that, because, you know, we still push Reagan stuff. I still see people walking around with Reagan Bush shirts. Um, I had one a while ago. I gotta get a new one. Do um, need to go like? Do needs to go sit down and listen to Charlie Sykes again or something? You know, he'd be more comfortable <laughs> with that crowd. Right? Know? Yeah. It's just it's frustrating because I gave I in my argument with this guy, I was like, "Look, dude, Trump helped grow the party." Is now more diverse than it used to be. This is no longer your Romney or your uh, John McCain Republican Party, which lost twice to Barack Obama. Right. Um, we are now a party with some actual backbone, some spine. We're ready to fight. We want to push actual issues and get the job done. Right. You can come and help us out and work on issues that you care about or you can continue to sit on the sideline and cry and have only a few in, uh, individuals that just want to seek attention just because they want people to agree with them right? And, and do nothing and just continue to lose. But that's not who we are and we're going to keep on fighting. So that's, that's just very frustrating from my end. I think that Trump did a lot of great things for the party. He's not going to be with us for a hundred years because, I mean, the guy's in his 70s. Right. But it's the ideals, the policy. Those are the ones that we must keep moving forward. The conservative movement must hammer those through and stick to it because that's how we win. That's how we win. But I appreciate you having me on the show, Ed, again, as always. And anyone in this area, come to the summer picnic for the Republican Party of Milwaukee County. I put a lot of effort into organizing it. It's going to be a big event. And I have a lot of great speakers now. Um, and it will be from 11 to 2 at the Tri-County Baptist Church in Franklin. So just type in Tri-County Baptist Church online and you will find it or go to our website and you'll find it there. Awesome. As always, Ed. Thank you very much. All right, brother. Thank you very much. And that was Hilario de Leon. And just uh, some upcoming events, too. On the 29th of August, we got the 52nd Annual Wisconsin Conservative Digest. They're doing their chicken burn. Um, You can find tickets for that on Everbright. So make sure you check that out. And September 11th in Manitoba, Wisconsin, we got the Wisconsin Republican Party. Um, they're going to be holding their, they're gonna be doing the Wisconsin Republican, uh, excuse me, the Wapaka County Republican Party. 
they're going to be doing their rally for freedom. So that's going to be going on. I'm going to be the MC. I won't be stuttering at that point. But I want to take a quick break here because, uh, you know, got to do something with the nose here. It's only a little bit of pain. But when we come back, we're going to have ENC Jordan right on here. And I'm just going to type something here. Give me three minutes. So we're gonna have ENC Jordan here in just a minute, and I got I got I got a couple of fun to- topics for him. I, I think he's gonna enjoy. And again, we're gonna tie this all together. We're gonna tie this all together, and we'll be right back. back here final segment of the show here more stuff to tie together for the controlled burn of what 
is America and the overall destruction of what we got going on here. And I do believe there is a cause. I do believe there is a reason. And I do believe that reason is the Great Reset. It is a redistribution of wealth on a global scale that's going to be moved to China from here. Now on the phone here right now. Hold on. Don't say anything yet. Because you know we got to do this right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You hear it? Yeah, y'all feel that? That's right. That's right. We got the one and only ENC Jordan. Man, I don't think it was me walking in Detroit. I'm not even good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, got your, I got your theme music up in here. What, dude? You know what? Let me let me explain something really fast, man. Before we get into it, dog. Yep. I usually will. Have a you know have a have a bourbon yep. while I talk to you, chill whatever. Because of how crazy the new cycle was today, mm-hmm. drink at all? No, dude. This mother Biden. Oh my God! It was people jumping off a plane. Yep. They found the remains of people in U.S. Aircraft. Yep. They sent selfies with like six hundred people in them jumbo jets. Dude, did you see that picture? Yeah, I posted it, dog. This like people are not understanding. This is all out for them. End of the world stuff, dude. This Biden cannot be that stupid, dog. This is intentional. Oh yeah, I'm convinced this is intentional. Because with all the stuff going on with the oil and the gas prices, you know, this is all you know, maintaining control over people. And I don't know if it's a depopulation thing. I don't know if it's uh, let's move resources. I think it's more that. But I know without a doubt that these world elites. They don't give a damn about you and I. That's why they're selling our, our you know, the fruits of our labor. They're, they're, they're selling, they're leveraging our, our ability to earn. And, and they're, they're, they've taken us off the world stage. It's a, I never thought I'd live to see the day no. you have a shortage in, in, in vehicles being manufactured because they all run by computer and all the computer chips are, like you said, made in Taiwan. I was in the automobile industry for a while. I never thought I'd see the day where a president would be so brazenly arrogant, pull troops out. He even said it in his freaking presser. He said the last four presidents, two Republicans, two Democrats, went ahead and didn't do it, didn't pull them out, didn't pull them out. You know what? The reason they didn't pull them out, Joe Biden, is because that stupid. That's why they didn't pull him out. Because they knew better. President Obama knew better. But, he you knew. Know, I, I, think, oh my. I think there was a point where it was like, okay, it's time to go. Because these people, they don't want to be they don't want democ- to be a democracy. They don't want that which the U.S. was selling. You know, we, we crushed Al-Qaeda. We got Osama Bin Laden. We should have ghosted out at that point. But what Biden said, his speechwriter did a damn good job because when he yeah. said, you know, there's no good time to ever pull out, 
Well, you're right. In that situation, there is no good time to pull out because, you know, nature doesn't like a vacuum. And they're gonna, they were coming in there, you know, whether you liked it or not. So he just, so his thing was getting our guys killed then because, right. I mean, and, you know, I mean, man, I am in complete disbelief. You had today, you had a police chief shot, I believe, in Philadelphia. Um, you had police officers shot, and I don't know if they were killed or not, in Atlanta. Oh, my God, man. This, and it keeps this getting worse. today is crazy. And then you had uh, Baldy, rest in peace, Baldy, over a neighborhood I grew up in on 27th and uh, Clark. Where he was uh, pointing uh, a pistol at the gas station owner, or, or, or pointing pointing the pistol at civilians, okay. and then the police officers came in there and they aired them out like they were supposed to. You yeah. know, whoever was from the hood, if you mad at me, you mad at me, whatever. But this dude is <laughs> to me when you don't have respect for your law enforcement, stuff like this is going to happen worse. And we're in a climate right now where People like Biden don't really support law enforcement. And it's, no. it's thing, that's the thing on the left. Like, that's the thing. They don't care about law enforcement. Because think about this. I was listening. I was reposting a whole bunch of my earlier stuff. Yeah. Like how and you hooked up. I was just posting stuff or whatever. And I was listening to some of it. And I talked about how the average Democrat, when they get in office, like President Obama, within his first four years, he defunded the military by like 27 percent. Oh, yes. That's a lot. Dude, this is their belief system. And I just did a video tonight where we were talking, and I said, and I specifically said, it goes beyond politics. Like, you you, were, you, you heard that Facebook Live I do before yep. yourself. I'm going to be doing that every week right before yourself. Yep. And just so we can just kind of keep everybody in the loop of everything we're doing, because this goes beyond politics. The way that your people think, I don't agree with. The reason I don't agree with the way your people think is strictly because I don't like my gas prices high. I don't right. think it should be a way to kill a baby. I don't think you should be able to go ahead and just defund law enforcement and make the urban city way, way more dangerous. Dude, to me, this stuff is common. And I'm not understanding how people don't see it like us, man. Well, because that's not politics. Well, and it's interesting because, you know, John Gall said it early in the show tonight, you know, black folks and Hispanics, they're not a monolith. They don't all think alike. But the left sure as hell would have you believe it. And the NPCs of the left would tell you, well, if you don't think like us, if you don't, if you're not down with this, then we're going to pull your black card. And it's like, go ahead. I mean, there's, there's no credit on there. So it's, it's, you know, take the card. Exactly. I'm going I'm to go discover 700 plus. Yeah. Exactly. My going to go because you took my black card. Right. Who's that? It's like, all right. Your ghetto pass revoked. So, so is your rent. So, you know, let me know how that works out for you. Yeah, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just. Today was crazy. Like, seeing yesterday, obviously, was crazy yep. with, with everything happening. But, man, when I'm seeing people, it was reminding me of 9 11. And guess what? They're not doing it. It's right They're not. The yeah, I mean, guess what? They're not posting this, really. If you notice, the left media, they're oh, yeah. not really going this like they should. If this was happening when Trump was in office, 
or George W. O. If Trump were in office, boy, they'd be playing this up like if it was the the end of the world, you know. But it's interesting because I think if Trump was, if this had happened on Trump's watch, it would have been bad. Yeah, it would have been bad. But I guarantee you, Trump would have had air support, drones, and he would have bombed the hell out of everybody until every American was was out. You know. Yep. But but the thing is, though, man, what what I'm saying, I'm just waiting for an ambitious, young, ambitious attorney. Right. I need a young, ambitious attorney to create a class action lawsuit against the liberal network outlets. And the reason I'm saying that is this is kind of bordering, bordering programming because they're still, do I turned on MSNBC the other day. Mm -hmm. This is like, these people were literally talking about President Trump had something on notebook paper oh, and yeah. he had planned to overthrow the election all while all of this other stuff with President Biden was going on. I forgot what was, and that's kind of the, the reason why they do what they do. That's how come he had a presser today about um, masks and vaccines and booster shots when all of this stuff is going on in Afghanistan. Wait, Check you know, it. Here's the thing. So... You're talking about how the mainstream media is brainwashing. This is straight yeah. up Operation Mockingbird. That's what this is. It's bad, though. And it's so funny because for years people would think that, you know, oh, that's just a conspiracy theory until they declassified Operation Mockingbird. And lo and behold, there it is. You know, yeah. the government would feed stories to reporters and have them end up playing all this stuff. So you got that. Um the other thing that I think that, that that's of great interest to me on that same note is, wait, what did John put here? John put, I just saw a commercial on Disney about racism. What the hell is that on there for? Kids don't even uh-huh. think about that stuff. It's pure indoctrination. Well, and that's, yeah, you know, and, and we're seeing that all over the place. Now, let me ask you this. I, I, I want to switch gears here a second. I want to switch gears here because, you know, you got Afghanistan. You got China, which is gonna, they're going to take Taiwan, and, and Biden ain't going to do a damn thing. Um, <laughs> you got the, you got these refugees. You got all the CRT stuff. You got these mandates, lockdowns, all this other stuff. You got the economy in shambles. You're dealing with inflation. You know, there's something that is not often talked about, if at all. Men, simps, and thoughts. T-H-O-T Thought That hole over there? That hole over there That's right Right. (laughs) That hole over there (laughs) Damn So let me break it down like this Let me break it down like this So if you notice for years we've We've been dealing with the emasculation of the American male you know, oh it's everybody gets a participation trophy. No, little Johnny, don't be too aggressive. Explore your feminine side. Why did you hit him in the head with the ball, even though it's dodgeball? You know, there are no winners. You're all winners. All that garbage. Got rid of competition. Got rid of, you know, boys being aggressive and just getting, you know, getting it out of their system. Because that's what you're supposed to do as a boy, right? Yeah. You're, you're training yourself to be... You know, for that next level, for to be a man. But being a man, they've changed it so much where it's like, you know, it's toxic masculinity. 
And it's funny because these third wave feminists, these fourth wave feminists is I don't need a man. I'm Miss Independent. And it was like, you miss independent while you still getting child support and living off the government and you live in the world that men built. And <laughs> it kills me because these are the same people that like to look at these kids and they say, well, you look like your dad and your daddy want crap. And, and it's a constant beating down of men, young boys at an early age from the school systems to the homes to what they see on TV. You notice the cartoons and all those other things that your kids watch, like a Nickelodeon and all that other stuff. Take a look at the TV yeah. dad. They're always a buffoon. Always a buffoon. <laughs> you know, and everybody's, you know, they're making plans around dad because dad's too damn dumb or whatever. He's just the laughing stock of the family. And then you got these simps that are all on, online and they're paying, showing out God knows how much to these girls for like OnlyFans and other things like that. <laughs> and I ain't no prude by any stretch of the imagination, but it's like, bro, if you're going to do that, at least go to a strip club, man. You, you, you sitting here. Yeah, yeah, whatever, man. My point is, we're emasculating men here in America. Meanwhile, China and Russia both have campaigns to make their men more masculine. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. Personally, I've said that this. I, I, I thought that this was an overall plan. I think that with everything going on from, you know, the when, when I gave the left, I'm going to say the AOC left. Because mm-hmm. she's, she's, she's so far to the left that I think that she's not, um, she's not really that far to the left. So she's going where the party is going. Right. You know, the extreme nature of the party, all of this stuff. And with that said, though, I love her. But I'm going to stop right there. But she's not going like, yeah, yeah, she, 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 and, and, she, and she's giving me a lot of sound bites. I'm not even gonna yeah. lie about that. She's giving me a lot of material to work with. <laughs> exactly, but not to, not to, not to, not to sound sexist or whatever. I'm not gonna even say Robert, anything. No, no, no. I get you. I get you. She's beautiful. I love her. But anyway, now and then when we go to the extreme right or not extreme right, we'll go to the right. We'll say we'll just say Trump. You know that's sure. that's how we'll do things. So, what the left wanted to do because Trump is a he is the definition of alpha male. Mm-hmm. He was so that was really messing with their plans because even when they had President Obama in there, you still had your you know you still had your little punk boys and you know you had the right. guys that hygiene. You know what I mean? Even though he's not a President Obama wasn't a punk. He didn't even strike me as a punk. See, he struck me but, as a punk. He struck me as a punk. He went on that apology no. tour, and he's bombing, oh. and it's like, dude, a little lower, and you'll be right where you need to be. You know? oh, 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 okay, I see what you're saying when you went over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's me just, just look, one look at him. He right. didn't strike me as like, punk, punk, like, oh, dog, dude, a sissy. Right. Didn't get into that, right? But the more and more and more, you saw what he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. You Trump, and as far as the leftist media, they've been trying to do this for years. Yeah. That's how come they always are brazen with the homosexuality. They try to add things in entertainment. Like, mm-hmm. you know, John said, they try to indoctrinate our children yes. so they be a certain way. I have no idea why. And I'm pretty good at observation, but I don't really know why, per se. Because there are books out there about 
far as what they are doing to the males and, and, and women think that they can do everything, especially in the black community. What, what, what black people have to understand, they've been trying for years to destroy you because you have a warrior We've done so many things. Brown-skinned people are some of the most resilient people on earth, and they're trying to pacify you for reasons that they know. And part of the reason that I know and I've seen, especially that Malcolm X used to always talk about, right. they know your fire. They know that if you get to a position like President Obama, you know how hard it is to be president of the United States? Oh, yeah. Regardless, well, of, regardless of what we think about him. Unless, unless you're Biden. Unless you're Biden, in which case, you know. Man, Biden. Oh, my God, man. I, I just. He's got his strengths I, on. That's all I'm saying. It's, it's weekend at Bernie's 21st century. Dude, it's funny because I had another guy actually say that. They they said he's weekend at Bernie's. And, I mean, you got President Obama in the earpiece. You got oh, Kamala yeah. Harris. Kamala Harris, I don't even know what she does. The fact that she doesn't talk, that must lead me to believe that behind the scenes, she'd be telling him plenty of stuff. Mm-hmm. And people like, sit there at the meeting and look dumb. You can say whatever you want. And, and, and I believe in being real. Say whatever you want. Believe whatever you want. Right. But if you think that that woman is unintelligent, after all that she got locked up in California for a half a bag of marijuana, had Lexus in there getting yep. car parts made in freaking prisons across the whole state and made all that money for California. If you think she is stupid, then you're dumb. But She's no one. She's a criminal. You know, and it's amazing how she was able to just get that all swept under the rug. But I shouldn't say it's amazing because, honestly, like I said, we live in a world of NPCs. We live in a world where it's like if you don't back a female, regardless of her stance, then you must be a, a misogynist. It's like, no, you're just a crappy person, and this has nothing to do with gender. But since we're going there, we'll throw that in there too. Why not? Let me just – it's kind of like when I play that game, you know. Oh, we're playing – let's play the next uh, next stupid thing to come off the top of our heads to get the other person pissed off. Great. Let's go. I'm a pro. <laughs> People, man. People need to start really paying attention to everything going on. Right. And I don't think I don't think I don't think they're really paying attention to it. I think well, I mean people on our side are but I'm talking about the people that are just independent, that really don't be on the whole political thing like we do, that are just seeing things decline. Those are people we need to reach. Because they're not paying attention to it because you know they're busy making money. But they're having more money, more months at the end of their money and they're not understanding why. Some people are like, oh, it's not about, you know, I don't really care about politics, you know, it's not going to change my life. Actually, <laughs> right. it, actually it, it is changing your life because I know for a fact you're making less money now. I know for a fact you are. Everybody is. Right. Taxes have gone up. Oh, no, 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 no. That's just always a rumor or a myth with Democrats. Because if you look at these numbers that such and such created out there, ass, um, Democrats are in office. <laughs> people make more money. Okay. Wow. What about the hidden tax? They don't talk about none of that. They don't, they don't even even go there. They don't even go there. They don't even they don't even bring that up into the discussion. I brought that because, up to somebody the other day, and they're like, "There's no hidden tax." I'm like, "You know what inflation is, right? The hidden tax." <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Of course you didn't. Of course, right? Well, what? You don't. Ask, you don't ask any questions. Like, I mean, God. 
Why, why do I bother having this conversation with some people? Ah, God, I know. Why did your gas go up? Right. Why? Why? Why is there a quote unquote shortage on chicken wings? I mean, I, I mean, I, <laughs> you know, the gas thing really gets me because I've seen people when they're like, they're like, gas had nothing to do with Biden and it's the summer driving. And it's like, first of all, no, it doesn't. Normally, it doesn't have anything to do with the president. Normally, normally, but e- but even. <laughs> But even under normal circumstances, if a president says something wrong one way or the other, it can affect the market because, okay, you're shutting down the Keystone Pipeline. Okay, I get that. It's not in operation yet. I get that. But since it's not in operation, it's not going to be completed. Guess what's going to happen is the traders and everything on Wall Street, they, they look at gas and oil on futures markets. So, oh, guess what? That just went up, you know, because you killed the project. But you know, don't study anything economically, you know. Well, this we this is Looney Tunes two point oh man. I thought the LeBron James movie was bad. This <laughs> is ridiculous, man, and it's not gonna stop. Dog, he's on. Hold on, when did, hold on, it's 2021, when did he get, 2020? Yeah. He hasn't hasn't been in a full year, and he's done this much damage. (laughs) He a bull in a china shop, man, in reverse. He's a freaking psycho, man. He don't know what he's doing. Right. He's just looking like your dementia grandparents, your great-great-great-grandfather. He don't know what the hell going on. His, His ass just. Up at the podium, just picking fights with everybody. He just up. This, this, this. I'm gonna reenact. Like, all right, Joe Biden, oh, put his finger to his ear. Right. Oh, Joe, 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 Joe. They know, Joe. They, they're going to figure it out. They're going to figure out that I'm in your earpiece, Joe. Just freaking shut up. No, don't shut up. Don't shut up, Joe. Just say exactly what I'm saying. Okay, Barack. Barack. No, not Barack. God damn it, Joe. I'm sorry, but that's <laughs> this whole this this whole thing, man. It's obvious too. Like it's right. obvious that he's not running the country. So this is what I was going to bring up to you tonight. I got a question about that. Shoot, what thought invoking? I mean, do you think? I mean, I you know they're not going to do it. Oh, actually, I could see him invoking the 25th Amendment. Oh, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. They, they got to be thinking about that. Yeah, they got they got to because they look and see they making the Democrats making their party look bad. Well, remember, um, you remember last year Pelosi was talking about the Twenty Fifth Amendment, and you had a lot of conservatives. They were like thinking that they were talking about Trump, and she's like, "No, I don't care about him. I'm talking about the next guy. We want to be able to have that ability." They knew because of the their little voter operation. Oh yeah, they knew he was going to win. They knew he was going to win, and when he got too far gone. They're going to invoke that 25th. And as much as I don't like Kamala Harris, her policies, or any of her, her other criminal shenanigans, the yeah. one thing that she probably has going for herself that Biden doesn't is that she, at the very least, would have a sense of self-preservation. You know, so would she be as weak as Biden? You know? 
So, and, and she's cognitively there as opposed to Biden. We just have to deal with that damn hyena laugh. He kind of reminds me of uh, that one hyena from uh, The Lion King, Ed. Dude's just laughing at everything. <laughs> so funny. Man, dude. I don't know. I mean,. I mean, where, where? I mean, where, where are we? I mean, what are, what's next? Because you know, we got, we got the gubernatorial um, yep. race coming up, and then we got two more years until you right. know what we do in regard to this. There's no way, and and I think because of what happened, I think that at least open up some moderate eyes, moderate mm-hmm. Democrats. Have I, I think their eyes will be um, opened a little bit more because that's what I remember when Trump won. Right. There were a lot of, and, and I predicted that too. I think I posted a couple of those uh, videos. I predicted Trump losing uh, because of the pandemic. That was it, though. I said everything else. I'm like, man, he actually did pretty good. He would have won. Right now, I know people say that he did win, and that, and you know, I mean, yeah, my my guy said his grandmother has been dead ten years, and she voted for Biden. Apparently, you know, I was like, God, man, that's crazy. And I and I and I saw a couple of people on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I, can't really trust necessarily everything on social media, but I saw something a friend of mine actually posted, and he is actually, and he's a Democrat, by the way. Right. He said he got four, he got four million dollars sent to his house, bro. Oh, yeah. There's an organization down in Madison, and I can't remember exactly what it was called, but they sent me a mail-in ballot, and it's funny because it wasn't the real deal, but it, well, no, it was the real deal. And yeah. it looked official and everything, but it, it didn't come from an official start, from an official place. But it had all my information filled out, with the exception of who I wanted to vote for. And it's like, I'm not doing mail-in. I'm going out there. You know? I wish I had kept that. Because it's actually illegal to have somebody fill out your ballot for you. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know? Illegal. And, 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 dude, I just... I get I get so frustrated because I look at the stuff that we doing, you know, the stuff that we right. don't do. We try to, and we try to, you know, we try to, you know, sometimes I try to put a, a lighter spin on it. Now I be doing my right. read the comments, you know, like dude. And some of the stuff I get from people on the left, it's like, damn, all they hear is talking points. Like for instance, I had one. I think it was in the first one I did where uh, I said something about I believe in vaccines. Vaccines are important. I believe that everybody's right. gonna have to have them. Anyway, it's gonna happen. I'm just not sure about it because it's FDA approved or something. Right. And she, her response, because this is how programmed these people are. Her response was, "You're stupid. You don't believe it's real. How come you don't believe COVID is real? I never said that. Who said that? But that's how some some lady in the comments. Right. That's what I mean. That. You know, and it's one of those things where you know you said this. I say it all the time. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, yes, COVID is real. It always has been. It's not an extinction level event, but the bottom line is, you don't want this from every everyone I know that has gotten it. I know some people where they barely notice it, but other people, you don't want this. It ain't a joke. It's like getting the flu, but on steroids. You know, and as far as the vaccine's concerned, it's not that I don't believe in it. Is that I don't trust it right now, and that's between me and my doctor. And quite honestly, you should have everybody should have that conversation with their doctor. Don't listen to me or anyone else or Biden or De Blasio. Talk to your doctor. Now listen to me all day. 
You can send all payable checks to. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> God. It, it, yeah, and this, and I mean, it's gonna keep us. It's gonna keep us on the air. This gets this gets worse. This literally, not not really over exaggerating. No, this gets worse by the week. I won't say the day because certain stories go from one day to the next day. You know how news cycles are. With that said, though, week to week. Well, I don't know what to expect at this point because I never thought I'd see any of this, man. This is what trips me out. In my phone right now, I have about 25 stories that I was ready to go with on the air. (laughs) I have 25 tabs open, and this is after closing about another 15 or 20 others. I always have stories, and that's that's the frustrating part because, like I said, this is all tied together. The breakdown of the family. The emasculation of the male, getting women to think that they are men. And then, of course, you know, the whole LGBT thing. You got all that, you know, and it's just very frustrating because where's the, you know, hey, I'm going to honor you because you're my woman, you're my queen, you're my girl, whatever. I'm going to honor you because you're my man and we have different talents. We have different, you know, things that bring us together and we appreciate those. All that's going out the window. Hey, you know, man. Because I see way more weird dudes than I see females. Right. Like, I mean, and it's funny because people people will say stuff like, oh, or who might who might disagree with me. Well, what do you know, man? I travel for a living. Right. Like, hey, I'm in Michigan. Monday I'll be in Texas. The week after that I'll be in New York. I travel. I see people all the time, man. And it's when you deal with people on a regular, just on a regular one-on-one interaction. Takes aside, it's normal. Right. You know, it's certain things that are whatever. But when you turn on the TV, and that's why I try not to do it. I only I get alerts into my phone. Right. I try not to. I try not to even watch stuff like last night. There's a show that I like. Um, it's called All American. Okay. It's about. Um, it, it comes on Netflix. It's about um. <coughs> excuse me, Spencer. I think Spencer. I think his last name is Hayward. He played in the NFL for 13 years, but he came from uh, South Central. And his story is like a uh, is like a real life. Um, what was the show? Will Smith? Oh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yes, where he left the hood. He went to the Beverly Hills. He actually went to Beverly Hills High School because he was trying to have a better life. He was from Long Beach, so he went there. And long story short, first episode I'm watching. Boom, boom, boom. They do in the mirror. Boom, 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 boom. Black Lives Matter. Damn. Just I mean, just within the first seven minutes, political statement. Right. Oh, I mean, like, dude, this is the TV and entertainment was supposed to be the last escape. Comedy mm-hmm. was the last bridge that just was left untouched because if you go ahead and try to censor comedy, oh, people can't even make jokes you know, no more. That was the thing because remember back in the day, we got Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, George Carlin, uh, Robin mm-hmm. Williams, Bob Saget. Andrew Dice yes. Clay, Sam Kinison. Yeah, they joked yes. on political commentary and they were harsh, but they were they went they went to town on everybody. And it was uh, yes. funny. Because everybody yes. knew how to take a joke. Nowadays, boy, you say something and it's like, Oh, you're offending my tribe. It's like, oh, you're it's cause your tribe sucks, that's why. You know, I mean just you can't actually enjoy things without it getting hyper political. That's why I, I don't watch T V anymore. I can't. 
because it's oh, yeah. always influenced by that by that nonsense. It is, and 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 I was um like my daughter, she don't understand why the Cleveland Indians change her name, and I get it. Uh-huh. You know, I like. I'm not an Indians fan. I don't. Honestly, I don't care one way or the other. If there's a group of people that are offended and the Indians want to change their name, I'm cool with it. But the thing is, though, is it a group out there that's offended, or did you change it because the media kind of is pushing you to? Did, did ESPN? Because they've been kinda, yelling about that for years. Right, they have been. What, what's the thing now? Like, I mean, what is what's the what's the difference now? And that's why people like us have an issue with things like that. But I mean, I honestly, I don't really care, man. I don't care about Washington getting rid of the Redskins, but I look at it like this: I'd be hated if they were like the uh, the Nebraska Negroes. I don't think <laughs> I would like that. But you know what I'm saying? So I, I I get that. But at the same time, I've seen so many groups that really don't have an issue with it. But who am I? You know, I mean, yeah, my family, my like, you know, I got Native American people on my family. It's funny because mm-hmm. my daughter, like, she was like, so many black people say that. She was like, but if you look at she. You look at grandmama that she actually was like 100% Cherokee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like mom, Betty, my great aunt, she like 100% Cherokee. I think, like they're real, they're real Native American people. Like, but yeah. <laughs> but, but I think the thing about what, what, what gets people upset is the fact that who's offended by this? So you might be able to trot out one or two Native Americans, but you will talk yeah. to the other ones. They don't care. They know the history behind it. And. Yeah. Who are the people that are really upset? Is the white feminist liberal soy boy that's you know trying to get laid? But the, he's the guy who's not who's going to be sitting in the corner crying while someone else is taking care of his girl. You know, there I said it. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, she gonna still be. She's she still going for a man. She's still going to want a man, especially if she's not gay. She's gonna want a real man, but, and it's gonna happen. Right. It's going to happen. Somebody so, gonna smash your chick while you unemployed at your mom's house in the basement playing freaking um, freaking Xbox and crying. And you ask, what's she doing? It's gonna be like some videos that be on Pornhub uh, <laughs> where she be on the phone with her boyfriend <laughs> while he smashed your chick. You just took that to a whole new level. You just took I that. Man, yeah. I sent you a silly meme tonight about the same kind of thing. It happens, man. Pulls out. Joe Biden pulls out too quick and makes a big mess. Talking about Afghanistan, like you know, that's because that's because his pullout game is weak. That's why. <laughs> yeah. he's, a, he's, a, he's an idiot. I mean, well, he, he I, I call him LOI. People are like, well, what is LOI? L-O-I. Yes, Lord of the Idiots. He's just yeah. his followers. They're not the brightest bulbs in the in the, in the freaking pack. They, not they wrong. just. I've had conversations with some of these people, and they just just not there. And it, I don't. Okay, I ask you, what are they now? Are they liberals? Are they progressives? What are they? Because they just they like to change their names a lot. Yeah, yeah, because they don't want to be associated with liberalism. Um, because you know, because that's bad. I think so many people figured out that okay, that that title is bad at this point. Because back in the day, liberal just meant that you were open, right? The classic, it, the classical liberal, right? Yeah, those guys are fine. You know, they hippies and smoke pot. You know, I don't that really was, know what they want to call themselves, but I know what they need to be called. They're the, they're American communists. It's what they are, yeah. point blank. 
Yeah, you can call that. yourself Antifa. You can call yourself a Democratic Socialist. You can call yourself a DSA person. You can do whatever you want. But at the end of the day, you're a communist. This is what you're espousing. You run around, raising the rate red fizz, talking about redistribution of wealth and taking private property and everything. No, that's just that's communist. That's straight up communist. Redistribution of wealth. Don't even get me started on that. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, man. I just, I see so many different. You look at all the stuff. Like if you go through your timeline on Facebook right now, like me, I got two sides that you know, two. I got two sides of people. <laughs> I mean, I can just click through, right? And the first thing I see is one child, one school, one community at a time. Hope Christian schools. Now, if it were left up to our progressive friends. That school wouldn't exist. No, it wouldn't. So, now, we can scroll, let's scroll a little bit longer, and the first thing that isn't like someone's personal post, oh, uh, there's a bat signal, and it looks like Trump. Trump, yeah. right now, Trump. You, you go through, it says, I have twin boys. I have to get one, the other ring. Oh, okay, that's good down to conclude someone winning a championship. Mm. I'm looking at the Milwaukee Bucks, and this is the, and this is the one thing that I got mad about, and I said on my video that I posted tonight. I was like, okay, Tony Evers wants us to be safe. Tom Bear wants us to be safe and be responsible, get vaccinated, get the vaccine, all that stuff. I'm in a hundred percent agreement. If you want to take the vaccine, go get it, whatever. Right? Do you think? Even yeah. though yeah, even though they have, uh, they're doing booster shots and they can't do it for Johnson and Johnson, so they don't have enough data. Basically, right. is wrong. So, with that said, and um, among other things, yeah. with that said, um, <laughs> we're saying all of these things. Be safe. Where you at? Six feet apart. Delta there. Right. NBA championship won by the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> you remember that? And you remember everybody and their brother was out there. The Deer District and out in Brookfield Square and all the other places. And, and 70 like, people. Tony Evers hugging right. Yon, Hugging Coach Bud. You got Tom Bear standing next to Chris Middleton holding the trophy up. Hugging him like what on God's green. And this mm-hmm. is this thing go uncensored again, man, because I get so mad. I might turn the Spreaker platform. Right. I might turn the Spreaker platform strictly like what you were telling me and what we were going to do this, you know, once a month. Oh, yeah. Let it go. I don't know, man. I think I, I think my Spreaker, I think I might turn it to just all out. I don't care just because right. I need to vent. I, I'm not rich, so I can't afford a psychologist, psychiatrist, one of the two could or both because my sister is a shrink, but she biased. I don't think she can freaking help me. She knows me, so I don't right. think she can really help me. Well, there's a so bias need, there, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I need to vent. I need to, you know, I need to, you know, I need to, you know, tell somebody to stuff up. Let it loose, right. Oh, yeah. I need to be able to punch somebody in the esophagus first. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sick of these people, man. It is, it is, it is beyond reproach. At this point, with these guys, man, I don't, I don't know how. I, it's not over. This is the killer part. I keep going back to it, dog. We got two years left. Oh no, we got three, three and a half. 
That's what makes it so bad. Damn, I forgot. Uh, He hasn't even been there a year yet. That's right. We were just talking about that. That's That's the scary part. Man, you know what? Hell with it. I was at a dispensary. They wouldn't let anybody go inside. I just, you see how I just kind of changed. I just changed the subject. It happens. Yeah, that, I did that intentionally. <laughs> Knowing that Biden is going to be there that long. I, you know what? I think President Biden goes to the dispensary. Or he sends somebody, obviously. He could go. He's got to be high or something. He, he, he does look drunk. They got some experimental drug for him. I mean, it's, it's probably like, do you ever see the movie Limitless? They probably got him on like NZT or something like that. I mean, just some like made up drug. They got well. No, that will make you smarter. And he, oh, no, no, he, he, it didn't work on him. You have to be smart already to begin with. So what? Yeah. What? What accomplishment? Like seriously, like in the forty-five thousand years he was in um, in government, he married what his did? babysitter. Uh, let's see. Um, he did that. He raised a crackhead. He did have a good son who was a Marine Corps veteran. Oh, yeah. So, you know, yeah. props on that. The other one died, right? Yeah. He the had, good one died, right? Yeah, I think yeah. he had like a brain tumor or yeah. something to that effect. And Hunter, who be rapping the N-word to his attorney that's black. That's right. Um, yeah, okay, so you got that. Um, so, I mean, you know, whatever, Hunter. Eh, whatever. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know if this is an accomplishment, but in the Ukraine, isn't he, mm-hmm. like, literally charges or something like not being funny like he for real like can't go to the country in fear of prosecution. Oh, Biden or Hunter? Um, I think both of them. I don't know. Oh, Biden, Biden can go there anytime he wants. But the thing yeah. was is that Hunter Biden was on the board of Burisma, and he got that because of his dad, and he even admitted so much that yeah, I probably wouldn't have got this if my last name wasn't Biden. So it's like, and of course, there's that recording of Joe Biden going over there saying, you know, basically firing the prosecutor. So, you know, withholding aid. And it's like, there it is. There it is. So, man, I didn't think I was going to go two hours tonight, bro. Man, I know. It's crazy, dog. And you know what? What's, what's, what's his name? Hilario? Yeah. You know what, man? Ben Hilario quit stealing my time, bro. Uh, I noticed. I, <laughs> I'm listening. But you know what? There was one thing he said um, that I was wondering. He said something about a Republican picnic at yes. a church or something? It's like on Thursday, I want to say. And I know he, he's got the information. Tomorrow? Uh, no, it's uh, not this coming Thursday. Next Thursday, I think it is. Well, I think I'd be out of time because I wouldn't, wouldn't mind going right. to something like Show some love, show some support. But yeah, he got it. Yeah, see, you said you got to think. Valario, if you're still listening, brother, you got to give date, time, tell people to like, share, and subscribe. I like this stuff. Yep, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, man. You going to the chicken barn still? Oh, yes, or do you sir. Think, no, you I'll think be there. Man, I wonder. You think Joe Biden will be there? I don't think he will be. That'd be nice if Joe Biden was there. You know, I know. We could talk to him and ask him. Well, no, unless his, his earpiece might not have batteries. Do you think Vicky Kendall would be there? Good question. I don't think she was there last year. Uh, I'm going to email her. Not like we have a relationship. Although she's the one there at Earl Hall. Right. But, 
I'm going to. Oh, and she also introduced me. I have to tell you that next. So, um, I actually forgot the guy's name. Now I met him. He actually came to Milwaukee to meet me and everything. Really? What guy's name? Um, who did the sting operations? Who got in trouble? Oh God, uh, James O'Keefe. Oh, I from uh, Project Veritas. Uh, yeah, so I met him and everything. We went to a diner and whatever. And her friend, I had to look through some of my emails. And we have to talk about that on here um, another show. But these guys wanted me to do a sting operation. It was yeah. freaking nuts. So I, I actually plugged them with some other people. The stuff they wanted me to do, it, it was too kind of, it was good. I don't know how to say <laughs> But James is all right. So we'll talk about that another time. Definitely, I know man. Yeah, man, so. I'm actually surprised I lasted this long considering like my nose is all jacked up and stuff. That's what she said. <laughs> dirty. Dirty. Dirty, I know. dirty girl. <laughs> oh, and I can't even laugh hard because I can't breathe for nothing right now, you know? It's like one nostril is operating the other. It's like, nah, we're taking a break here. Uh, next week Tuesday, man. Is it uh so so we on Yeah, we'll be back normal. So I'll, I'll definitely chime in. I don't know who you got on there, but uh, I need to. I gotta. Yeah, we got. We got. We well, always got something. Just, oh yeah, brother. Cool. All right, um, brother. Well, I'm gonna get going here because uh, yeah, I'm 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 still hurting. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you get some rest, man. You better talk to you in that's oh, all good, brother. All right, man. All right. Thank you very much. And that was ENC Jordan. Oh man, pack show. A lot of material we went over. Afghanistan, COVID, simps. It was. I might do a separate video on that one. Only fan girls. Uh, you guys will like this one. There's a girl who's got an OnlyFans account, and she's mad because every guy she dates doesn't want to be with her because. They don't want to deal with a thought. So we'll talk about that later. But, um, yeah, I'm surprised we went two hours. Like I said, congested, feeling a little pressure there. But uh, all in all, doing all right. But, all right, guys, make sure you guys take care of yourselves. I know I tell you guys this each and every week. You guys got your homework. Go out there and become the best version of yourselves you can be. Obviously, the world just keeps getting crazier and crazier. Um you don't know, know what's going to happen next week, tomorrow, hell, even overnight. I mean, we could wake up and the world could be completely changed. It's happened many times already, just in this last year and a half. But again, like I said, go out there, become the best version of yourselves you can be. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Understand that for as real as the villains are out there, so too are heroes. And like I like to remind you guys, you too can become a hero. All you got to do, believe believe pay it forward help people out so on that note i want to thank you guys all here for being in the chat room call-ins we had hilario john call enc jordan i'll see you guys in a video podcast later this week and of course on spreaker tuesday night 8 p.m central standard time i'll check with you then good night god bless you god bless the united states of america and i'm about to go sneeze i'm out <laughs>